Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's time for seminal headlines featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, managing editor Ira Chofel, and senior writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The seminal headlines begins right now. As the man said, good to be with you as always. Joined by my boys, Ira and Corey, Warchant.com, and you guys, welcome in. It's a little... Yay, sausage time. Here we mm, go. No promo codes this week, though. No, no promo codes after a loss. That's the way it goes. Only uh, only winners get to mm. eat. Only winners get Amen. to eat. That's the way it works. But sometimes there's pity sausage. I mean, that's the great thing about registers. Offsetting. Yeah. There, you might be in line for some pity sausage, which, you know, <laughs> it, sometimes it works just as well. Registermeats.com is the website. And uh, if you want some uh, delicious andouille or mm, mm, yeah. cheddar jalapeno mm. Or just the basic, the regular old school registers pork sausage or the hot sausage or the short links. There's The variety is endless. You guys should take part uh, in, in the goodness. And if you uh, live in the southeast, you could probably get it at your grocery store. If they don't have it, when you go in and ask, if you look around, you don't see the registers section of those. It should be the whole re- sausage section. Start knocking stuff over. Well, no, no, no. No, no. Slap it off the aisles. Slap stuff off the aisles. No, no. We, we talk. Right. We use our we, we use we, our words. Yes, we use our words. There it is. Yes. We use our words. Yeah. And uh, ask for it. And then if they don't get it, then, then you may you have start to, yeah. slapping stuff. But you know where the register sausage is at uh, Publix, uh, where, where I grab my register sausage, uh, if it was not in that cooler, I could just churn right over there. I think it's all like mashed potatoes, packaged and pork. I could just right off the yeah. aisle. <laughs> exactly Get the hell right. out of here with your mashed yeah. potatoes. I yeah. want some register sausage. <laughs> I could, I could do and that. And if you aren't in this area, if you're out in the Netherland of this country, yeah, registermeats.com. Running from the law, no doubt. Probably, especially yeah. if you're in Alaska. You're hiding. Reg- well, you can't, they're not coming to Alaska, right? So mm-hmm. if you're in Alaska, go eat, no, go some, eat bear or something. Because you're not shoot some sausage. elk. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, and don't eat the wrong berries. Yeah, that, that'd be you. So there we go. All right, let's move it forward. We're off a fresh, fresh off a loss here, and and staring a tough game in the face. You guys were at practice today. I want reports of goodness. I want to mm. hear that they've never looked so impressive. That this has focused them in a way that really almost guarantees we're not dealing with the feelings and the anguish and the angst that come from having the bubble burst. After a 4-0 start, I think a lot of people began to believe this was an undefeated season in the week. Mm, well, that was- I thought it was interesting. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was kind of interesting that Alex Atkins said yesterday that even they do it because, like, that's what we're always looking for after a loss or a you know emotional game. 
is when we go to practice, like, what do the guys look like? You're trying to read the body language and all that. And basically, he, he said, said he they was do that too. To, yeah. He said when they go to Sunday, it's like, is anybody late for the meetings? Or everybody, is everybody wide-eyed? And, and he's, they loved the response they saw on Sunday. And, yeah, I thought today was sharp. I mean, it was uh, – I thought Jordan looked good. The parts I saw him throw in the football, I thought the energy was good. And I thought the coaches seemed to raise their level of intensity a little bit, um, maybe just in case – the players needed a boost. Yeah, I mean, I saw. I mean, from Atkins to David Johnson to Norvell to other coaches, really trying to make sure the energy was great uh, going into. This I'm week. glad to hear that there wasn't any hangover. There ought not be. I mean, you got off to a great start of the season. I know that athletes in general can can delude themselves into believing anything. They kind of have to, right? But the reality is, this team's off to a very good start. They've played to their ability up to this point. I think they got caught in a situation where you know you have a veteran team that's been there before against a group that is also banged up and they got behind the eight ball after that first drive when things began to stall and wake put together a couple drives uh i think obviously the reality set in they did fight back they should that's good you get credit for that they're a tough team uh i don't know physically if they're going to be able to get the wins over the next two weeks they might but certainly their head should be screwed on straight. I mean, they've come too far. I mean, they've worked hard together to get to this point. There's still a lot of goals right out there before them. In fact, if you were to win these next two games, hell, you're still in it for the still Atlantic. Still inside yeah, so, track, I yeah, would think. Yeah, you be, you'd be in good shape. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad that they didn't need some sort of attitude adjustment. I, it's, I'm also glad to hear the coaches, just in case we're ready to go and, and amped up the intensity. It's. Uh, I mean, it just it illustrates, again, this is such a tough stretch, and I know people – we grew up with ACC football. We don't we don't maybe foresee Wake, NC State as this incredible gauntlet, but it kind of is, man. Uh, Wake, that offense is unlike anything you're ever going to face again. Then NC State has a very good defense and they're physical, and then oh yeah, after that is Clemson. So right now, Wake is 15th in the country, NC State is 14th in the country, and Clemson is fifth. And you got that back to back to back. That's just a really tough schedule. Um, you know, I think last week when you went into that game, you're like, okay, now get if you can go two and one over these next three, you're going to have a great year. Now I think because Wake was the easiest of the three, in my opinion, it was, still was never going to be easy. Probably but physically, it, yes, it was going to be the easiest of the three because and you got them at home. Yeah. You got them at home uh, after Clemson, um, and so you thought maybe that would be the easiest of three. Well, you, you didn't. Get, you didn't do well there. So now you got a chance win one of these next two. It, just win one of these next two, man, and you still have a chance at a magical season. Not a good season, which you still have a chance to even, even if you go four and three to start. But if you win one of these next two, people, I mean, going on the road and winning at Raleigh, which you never play well, I would, that would be, be elated, a, Corey. Yeah, exactly. Right. I would be elated. I don't think they're going to go win this game. I'll tell you that now. I don't. But if they do, to your point, I would be elated. I think you're playing with house money at that point. When Clemson comes yeah. to town for a night game, you'll be loose. Uh, I think they would feel pretty damn good about themselves at that point. Who knows? You hang around in that game, get into a second-half situation like you had last year at Clemson, you might be able to win that game. The atmosphere will be such to maybe carry you over the finish line. I, I would be a little surprised, though, again. I don't know who's going to play and who's not going to play. That matters a lot. Like, for example, if Fabian Lovett were to play – that might change the way I view the, the chances, obviously, of them winning the game. It certainly would upgrade their chances to win the game. Uh, but we don't know that yet. They're certainly not going to announce that. And, and then I'm knocking on wood that you get Robert Scott back because I think the difference is noticeable with him not in there. It's not even that I think he's elite. It's he's just so much better than the alternative right now that you really can't afford to have both your tackles be physical uh, mismatches against the elite defenses, meaning the wrong side of a physical mismatch. Yeah, I think the challenge is in this – next two weeks for the fan base is if you don't win 
one of these two games. Mm-hmm. You're still, you know, the goal for most people going into the season was, man, get to seven or eight wins. You know, eight wins is probably what you need to be at to really feel like you're making progress. You could lose these two games and still get to eight wins. You could. But it would feel miserable. We said last week. you lost week, those three stretches. I asked you that question. For that stretch. Now, right. it won't feel miserable if you go beat at, win at Miami and then beat I, I Florida agree. close I'm just year. saying yeah. in that window, that though, month window, and you'd, have a, bi- you'd yeah. have a bye week after Clemson where you'd be thinking, Damn. and I thought we made all this progress. It doesn't feel like it. Even though you have, you've watched the games, you've yeah. seen this team play, it's a better football team. I asked you guys last week what the feeling would be like if they lost all three of these games, and I said, would the goalposts move? And you said, yeah, yeah, they would, because people have moved them already. And, you know, you sense it after a loss immediately. You get the lunatic fringe. I don't really worry about too much about fans' emotions because, by definition, they're going to be very, very emotional. I, I think that, you know, we look at this team, you try to you do so objectively, you say they've, they've made – Huge improvements in a lot of areas. They still have a long way to go in stockpiling the kind of talent you need. It's funny. When you watch a lot of college football, and all of our listeners and viewers do, George is a good example. They played terrible the last two weeks and really bad against Mizzou, right? That was an awful game. But if you watch the fourth quarter of the Missouri game, that's a situation where, despite being listless for three quarters, some dudes just decided to take over the game, and particularly your running back, who just decided I won't be tackled. Not by these bitches. They will not tackle me. And ran over everybody in the fourth quarter in order to go down and get that game's you know, go-ahead touchdown. Florida State does not have those dudes. There aren't a lot of those guys everywhere. There's a guy here or there. They've upgraded talent. The floor has been raised. But when it becomes... As they say, nut cutting time, guys. Yeah, but they've got a couple of those guys. They got a couple, I but think, they don't I have. I think Johnny Wilson could be that guy. I think Jared Verse could be that guy when he's fully healthy. Verse, especially, I think. He, but he's I also think Georgia's probably not even a good example because Georgia's like that. Nobody no, can compare I mean, themselves to No, but what to I mean is, but you what don't about have to the be. 12th team in the country? That's what Florida State's trying to get to now 12 to 20, somewhere in there. Right, but what I'm saying is that if more segment groups yeah. have those different makers, those difference makers, then you don't lose games like that. You do find a way to make a play because you got a guy that takes upon himself and he's physically more gifted than the guys he's going against. Florida State's done a good job of the starting 22 getting a lot better. You know, the, the receiving core is infinitely better than it was yeah. a year ago, two years ago. I think the backfield, the offensive backfield in general is a lot better than it was. The offensive line's better because it's deeper. It's not elite. It's not even very good. It's just... Well, that's the problem. Right now, it's not deep. Right. Well, they lost yeah. a lot of those guys. They can't afford to lose those guys. You can't lose You can't lose your NFL defensive tackle and Fabian Lovett from after the first game of the year and expect it not to come back to haunt you at some point. That's what's happened. They don't have any star corners right now. Maybe Azaria Thomas becomes one, but they don't have a star corner right now that takes over a game where that's a lockdown corner. They don't have that guy. You know, with Tatum Bethune nursing an injury, he's not getting guys on the ground the way he was early in the season. He diagnoses well, but after he and Kalen Deloach, they don't have anybody. Lundy can't really play all that well. And so I, I just they don't have enough guys. You're gonna lose games against teams who do. It's 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 that's normal. There's no reason to get emotional. Especially about if you it. don't hard. play well. Like well, yeah. I wouldn't say they play they, they were just oh, sloppy in tells that you they game, were man. And it look, man, if Darius Washington it's it's a it's kind of a nitpicky hold, considering what Wake's doing every play, but it was a hold. He grabbed him. Yeah. Uh, probably didn't need to grab him. Jordan's going to get outside of that guy and make that throw. Well, you got first and goal at the four. Yeah, it becomes a, a and different then that, situation. You, you make it a, a one-score game a lot earlier than you ended up making it a one-score game. It's just those little things are the things that rem- – it just harkened back to last year, just the early part of last year where you just – the offense couldn't get out of its own way and make a big play, but there'd be a huge penalty or well, there'd be a huge missed assignment and you have a six-yard tackle for loss. Well, and I think you guys are saying the same thing from kind of different sides. It's 
this is a team that can't play sloppy and win yeah. against a decent opponent. Georgia can well, play sloppy can absolutely and win. Clemson to. can play sloppy and win. Florida State can't. They've got to play clean. And that was what was frustrating to me about that game is I just felt like, especially in the first half, they got so outside of themselves. Like they just did not look like the same offense. Now, it doesn't excuse the defense because, yes, while we can say the defense only gave up 31 points. Yeah, that first half was tough. And, and, you know, if you look at total possessions, Wake really only had the ball really nine or ten possessions, and they scored touchdowns on four of them and had a field goal another, three missed in a the row. field goal another. They yeah, three in a row. Well, actually, after the first drive, they had three straight touchdowns, missed field goal, touchdown, yeah. field goal. or something, you know, I mean, it's just like they, they were – as efficient as Florida State was going to let them be. Like, they didn't hit the big plays. Florida State didn't let them hit the big passes. But that didn't stop them because Florida State couldn't get off the uh, field. 18-play drive will hurt your yeah. feelings. But I will say, in fairness, and, and we can do this, you're right about that, but Wake does this to everybody. Yeah, and They're I, a really yeah. good team. And I'm not saying that – and I wrote that. I said, yeah. like, you're picking your poison. They're both poison. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they, they could have – gone the other way. They could have changed the approach, which is, I think, a lot of Florida State fans, man, forced the issue. Okay, well, then you may give up six touchdown passes like Clemson did because you're not great on the back end And either. that dude's going to make the throw. Right. You know I mean, Sam Hartman's going to make the throw. He made several of them. Yeah. I thought Renardo Green had picture-perfect coverage on the one to the right side that is a laser for a touchdown. That's a receiver making 10. a play. Yes, too, that's a receiver way. making a play and a quarterback making a play, and they're veterans at that. So sometimes, I mean, admittedly, I think the other reason the offense looked out of sort for Florida State was its two tackles were getting their ass beat. Wake but, you know, tightened everything up and just inside shouldered them, and they could not do anything about it. So then at that point, you're trying to fight to get to the edge, and I don't know that Jordan was 100% in getting to the edge. So a lot of factors. It was interesting watching practice today, especially after listening to Alex Atkins yesterday, because one of the things Alex Atkins talked about yesterday was that you need to to force the issue, not react. React to you it, need yeah. To, I forgot what the word he used was. He didn't like him coming to the sideline going, oh, yeah. Well, he, yeah. he just said, like, you have you – don't, we don't need to be reactionary as offensive linemen. We need to force the issue and set the tempo. And I, that was kind of what we could hear him saying to the linemen today was, man, go get it. Go run through that guy. Don't wait for – don't wait to see what he's going to do. You go make the – you go mm-hmm. set the, the tone on the, on the blocks. And so it's going to be interesting to see – if that if they can do that physically, like I think he, the impression I got is he feels like they did they weren't in the right mental place, whether it was not knowing exactly what they were supposed to be doing or just not being intense enough, whatever it was, and so he's focusing there. Well, that's all you really can do. You have the players you've got, but I don't know that it mat will it matter it against matters. that defensive line. Yeah, the point you're making, it, I think, is a valid one. It may not matter. I, I they I don't know that there. A couple of spots there, they're just not good enough. They were Les Harris starting at right tackle is infinitely better than Jazz starting at right tackle. I think Jazz at guard would have been a nice play, but he's not a tackle, and that's evident. And if you get, but if you do get Robert Scott back, that helps. Yeah, yeah. Well, Absolutely. and also, um, unlike last year, um, yeah, you you know you're not going to be able to block these next two teams for long stretches of this game. But you can make them pay for man-to-man coverage outside. You can make them pay in the middle of the field. That's something you weren't able to do yeah. last year. That's you are, Just because you're not great on the offensive line, and nobody ever thought they were great. We thought they were serviceable to better, and they are. Yeah, uh, They're still not great. But, you know, NC State gives up points to teams with not great offensive lines a lot. I don't think Clemson has a great offensive line. And NC State gave up, well, I don't know what, they gave up 30, but I think one of those was after a turnover. But you can go score three or four touchdowns against this defense. That's not out of the realm of possibility. You've got a very good quarterback, and you've got receivers that go and make plays. So that can still happen. 
it's going to be a little more shot-taking, I think, than let's just go a 12-play, 80-yard drive. You're going to have to hit some big plays. You didn't hit a lot in that game against Wake. I don't – did you – what was their big – did they have a – they had no real big plays. Trayson had a long run. Yeah, one 30-yard run. And McDonald, was, Cam had like a 30-yard yeah. catch. But yeah. there were no like 70-yard touchdowns. I, I think you might need a couple these next two weeks. I'm hoping that they get healthy because the, the best version of them, and I'm not talking about the guys that are lost for the season. We know they're not coming back. But a healthy verse and a healthy McClendon and a healthy Fabian Lovett. And, you know, if you get – you know, obviously you just talked about Robert Scott back. I mean, you get all these guys back – Florida State's a pretty good team, and they're the kind of team that if you fool around and don't play your best game in your NC State, you could lose to Florida State. It wouldn't be that stunning. Now, you don't get all these guys back. Physically, the mismatch makes it tough. The venue, the time of the game, I know history has nothing to do with the matchup, but we know Florida State has not fared well up there in these kinds of matchups. Getting off to a good start, I think it certainly would be helpful. It always is. I know it's a resilient bunch, but I, I just wonder if it, if it avalanches on them a little bit because of the personnel that is you're missing. Is NC State hurt? Do they have injuries? Like, I, is it just I, Florida yeah, State? Like, I, I hear your frustration, buddy. I hear your frustration. That's they why do? It's nobody's they fault. They do, and that's why, okay, I did, that's why I didn't want to spend a whole lot of time in what I wrote where we talked about it, about the injuries right after the game because, yeah, everybody's kind of got injuries. Yeah. I mean, it's, but it's, even it's, the ones that are playing – Right. Uh, on the the school that we cover, up. there are guys we that are playing and starting that aren't 100 yeah. percent aren't close. But and I, I just wonder if other out, schools are going through that. They must. It's football. Well, Boston College barely could field an offensive line against Florida right. State. So I mean, I, I would point out that it's never an excuse. It can be a reason. I mean, that's fair. I mean, it's fair to bring up when you're missing three or four starters, especially when you're in the middle of a rebuild and or you're you know in the midst of a the middle rebuild. of a climb yeah you're, you're, climbing. you're climbing right when you're climbing you don't have room for this the margin of error is very small right yeah Once somebody you've arrived you're in good shape somebody in the <laughs> chat uh, Jonathan in the chat mentioned that Cyrus Fagan got hurt I guess he got hurt recently the former FSU DB oh okay and they also right. uh, also of course have Corey Durden on the Who's, defensive line who they was better the, not be trading jerseys after the game my, my man's going to be upset well if hey, Florida State trades jerseys Corey, Corey, Corey Durden's played really well since going over there man yeah it's, that's a bummer he, he, hasn't, he hasn't been super productive this year um but you know that position sometimes the numbers don't tell the story you could use them but you could uh, use well, him it, here. It would, it would have been helpful if he yeah. were here right now. If he could have seen the vision, if he would have realized what he was walking away from. Right. Damn it, man. Some of the headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV continues in a moment. Thanks for listening, headliners. As always, we appreciate it. We made it, guys. It is the start of the season. We would thank all of our sponsors, but right now we're going to thank Horizons because we're about to go have delicious food and some ice-cold beer, and we're going to enjoy the patio, and we're going to celebrate the return of football. You yeah. sing? I'm not going to sing this time. I, oh, I, I know. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not singing this time. Guys, you know the jingle. You know how it goes. And you also know that if you go in there and sing it to them, you get your meal for free. Is that something Completely we've agreed upon? free. Oh, yeah. I mean, get all the chicken, and almost on shrimp, and everything. But you're not going to sing? I'm not going to sing. Sorry, guys. Y'all act like you don't like it, so I don't want to do it. But what, what we do like, I like the pimento cheese, and I love you the do. chicken sandwich that they have. Your chicken sandwich is on point. Like, it's as good as there yeah, is in the, the in the game. It's the 38 thing, it's called. 38 right? chicken it's, sandwich. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's delicious. delicious. I like it. But I always get the sun, what is it, sunset, or sunrise shrimp. It's the one with the sun in it, guys. It's the shrimp. It's good. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It's really That's, good, yeah. You get it in the tacos. I do. I get and it And we get it as an appetizer. That's right. It is fantastic. Uh, All the food is great. Great beer selection, great people. We sit on the patio. It's going to be that type of weather during football season. We've had celebrations at Horizons before. We yeah. have, man. We go there. You actually have a pretty decent chance of seeing one of us and because we're real, at Horizons that's really a lot. The draw. That Let's is the draw. We might be draw. there, folks. And I was going to say, I've been there for brunch. I don't know if you two gentlemen have, have been yeah. there for brunch, mm -hmm. but you got the NFL season coming right around the corner. It's going to be. You listen to this. It might have already started. 
Go there for brunch, and then you got your direct TV. You can watch your NFL teams while you're eating your eggs. Ira, where is Horizons? It's up on Bannerman Crossing off Thomasville Road at the intersection of Bannerman back there in that plaza. You know who's, what favorite restaurant Santa Claus's favorite restaurant is? Oh, oh I'm man. not you doing it. Almost got him. Almost got him. Uh, all right. Ho, 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 Horizons. <laughs> and that's a wrap. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Rolling on. Feeling all right. Going to be a good game. I think it's mm. going to be a good game. Yeah. You know, I think that was one of the things I was thinking about, I guess, on Sunday, was I think this going on the road to face that team might be a good spot for this team right now. Because I do feel like the way they uh, attacked LSU, the way they attacked Louisville on the road, I thought was what we've seen this team can be in terms of from a mentality standpoint. Loose. I thought in the Wake Forest game, once they kind of got punched in the mouth, they kind of got – I thought they looked tight. They didn't look – until they kind of got back into it. They fought their way back into it, and I thought they played well in the second half, really on both sides of the ball for most of it. Because um, even that long drive, that 18-play drive, it wasn't like they were Swiss cheese. They made – it was like third and three, and they give up a four-yard pass. It wasn't like they just – or they're in position to make plays and just don't make the play. It wasn't like they just quit, even though you know they had to be tired at the end of a game where Wake had the ball for 40 minutes. Um, but I think going on the road it might be a good spot for this team, at least early on. We'll see if they can sustain it. But I think they'll come out and play very aggressively, I think, early in this game. And they should. Times. They should. They don't. I really don't think they have anything to lose. I, I mean, this is again a team that's up and coming, trying to find out what their ceiling is. They're not the best team in the conference. They're not a playoff team, but they're just getting better. And you're trying to, you know, cross certain, um, I guess, markers of success along the way. And I, I they could win this game. I, I certainly would love to put a scare and, and make this a fourth quarter game and see what happens. The pressure shifts to NC State immediately. They're supposed to win the game. They're favored. They came into the season, NC State did, as a team that a lot of people thought could win the ACC. And they have a veteran quarterback who last year threw 35 touchdowns to five interceptions, was one of the most efficient offenses in the country. This year their offense has struggled. They've really had a hard time putting together back-to-back-to-back drives or anything like that. Yeah. NC State's been disappointing on offense. So if Florida State's healthy enough defensively, I think they keep that score down. I like Jordan Travis an awful lot in that matchup, by the way, I, if they can block it up. A lot of this stuff becomes a moot point, and that's why I get back to the physical uh, ailments for Florida State. You know, Jordan may be a better quarterback this year than, than Leary is, and, and Florida State may have better backs than NC State has. And You know, we can point to things that Florida State's doing better if you can't block them, it really doesn't matter. So we're going to find out early, can the offensive line hold up here, and or do they have to win with trickery all night long? Let's well, that's, a, that's an option. It is, um, and, it is and also it seldom can, works for a whole game. You can win with a mobile quarterback. Those make uh, stronger if, defenses uh, a little less strong. If he's capable. Yeah. I thought there were a couple. I brought it up yesterday to Ira when he joined me on the Jeff Cameron Show, whether or not he was totally at – I thought he was more mobile the week previous. I thought he looked more fleet of foot with the brace on a week ago than he did this past week. I don't know why, but I did. It looked like he moved more fluidly bef- before this game. Yeah, I just think that that's got to be something you. Uh, that's got to be a part of it. It can't be. You can't go into a game thinking Jordan Travis is going to run for 120 yards. You don't want him to do that. Well, you, it'd be you great, could. I guess. Yeah, could. but if he's healthy, um, you could. But you, you there's got to be a threat of it. There's got to be a, against a defense that maybe you don't feel like you're comfortable in blocking. Well, you slow down that rush a little bit when you bust a 26-yard quarterback run. That does happen, and it happens to Florida State. 
Well, um, it, it happens if he can and if he's healthy. Yeah. And yeah. that, that's the bigger thing. I mean, like, I, I thought all along coming into this season there would be a stretch where you would have to unleash him as the dynamic athlete that he is, the runner that he is. And when he showed so much in the way of growth as a, as a pocket passer and as an accurate thrower of the football, it's good that he doesn't have to rely on that because last year he relied on it a lot. Yeah. And he got hurt. And, and so you're hoping he doesn't have to do it. But there will be some games. This would be one of them that I would have circled. Maybe the Clemson game. I hate that they're back-to-back. Where you want to design run for Jordan Travis. You want to do th- things for him where you say, feel free, big dog, if it's open. If it's not open, take off. But I, I really think the key to this game, or really the key maybe to telling us what this team can be this season, because I think we're we're a little curious after this last week defensively, is what does this defense do against an offense that is not very explosive, not very talented? I mean, Not, not very meshy. Not, they're, they're, well, not, <laughs> or not very meshy. But their offensive line has struggled – they don't have great skill players. Leary's playing – he's not putting up the numbers he did in the past. I just don't think he has the weapons that he's had in the past and the offensive line and the protection. So this is a game where, you know, their best win was Texas Tech, but Texas Tech turned it over three times, three, three picks. Mm-hmm. They only – I still – It was I think Texas Tech backup quarterback. And I think NC State had like 270 yards of offense in that game. So it's not like they, you know, did a whole lot offensively in that game. So I just think that – you have the better offense you, in this game. You and, and now the problem is you're going up against yeah. a good defense. You're going, you're going, but yes, correct. Your you defense, defense, even with the injuries, especially if you get verse back, I think should have a decent advantage against their offense. If they don't, if the defense doesn't win this game by a good sized margin, then you're probably not going to win it. Well, what I would what I would want to see early is a renewed ability to stop the run between the tackles. Wouldn't that be well, something? I mean, look, man, NC State. Struggles running the football. If they, that's they have what to I want to see. Yeah. And if they don't do it, then you know they're not going to be able to do it without a healthy Fabian Lovett. Yeah, uh, because the bottom line is, since he's been gone, teams have at moments and Wake did it this past game. Ran the it ball right up yeah. the gut, and, and it hasn't been like we've seen anybody really be able to stop that. Um, I think I think without Lovett in there, you know, you don't have another guy that's a difference maker. You got guys that fill a role nicely, but they're not difference makers. So. You know, and Malcolm Ray hasn't been healthy this whole time when he plays. I mean, you have a lot of banged up guys that yeah. are trying to do the job. I don't, I don't know that Coop's one hundred percent. He doesn't look like the guy that I saw in camp. So, I knock on wood, all those guys are feeling better. But they've been blockable uh, when they when they've been asked to do it. Farmers young, you know, it's just that's the well, thing. That's the thing, and you, you and I think that's going to be important this week because you've got these younger guys that they're starting to work in. Yeah, they are. Farmer, Patrick Payton, Daniel mm-hmm. Lyons, that I think they're going to have to depend more on, but. You know that's not always. It's not a good matchup. Not, sometimes I mean, when you're playing a redshirt freshman yeah. against you know <laughs> yeah. older college players. Now their offensive line's not very good, so you know maybe those guys can win those battles. Well, and I think we we also have to realize what this roster is in the sense that you know back in the day, the glory days, a redshirt freshman at Florida State, a defensive tackle, they get on the field, probably going to be an NFL player back then. Now he's a redshirt freshman that's a project, and they're different, right? It'll like take the, two, three years yeah, to get him to where you're he needs not to be. getting. Uh, some of these guys might end up being awesome, but you're not getting the ready-made dudes that are usually uh, good after a year, year and a half. They need a lot of development, and when you lose dudes on the defensive line, you see how much development is needed. I think a real bright spot to me is that I think Patrick Payton might be a guy. Yeah, like I he's think been he's fun going to watch. Hadn't he's he? he's going to be a guy. I think he's still just a redshirt freshman. He's still got to get bigger and stronger and everything else, but you can tell he can play. Yeah, That's good. 
That's good. That's that's that's. I'm been excited a nice about the long term prognosis. Of this team. It's what happens is when we when we go from that ten thousand feet view and we get down here on the ground, everybody starts to panic because right here, right now, they may not be able to get a win this Saturday, and we're talking about the game this Saturday. Yeah. But the big picture is fine for Florida State. Yeah. I mean, they're moving in the right direction. I don't want anybody to get this twisted where we they think we're down on the team. I'm not down on the team. I mean, we hoped that eight and four was doable. I dare say, even if they go four and three after a tough stretch, they could still go eight and four. Right. I didn't talk to you. Uh, um, I, I sorry, I didn't listen to y'all's segment last week or yesterday. I, sir, I assume it was great. You missed out. That's about the hell you are. 20, 22 minutes. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Sure. Well, I couldn't get him off the you air. Couldn't get him off. It I was a whole hour. Off. I thought I was just going to take over the hour. The I was hour. about to just turn off my mic. I assumed y'all talked about this. We don't want to have to harp on it, but it is something that is a big deal when you're playing close games. Kicker. What do you do? I like asked him 20. specifically. I, I, he didn't have I, a good answer. I, I think I got to it at the end. <laughs> the 20-yard line. <laughs> no, the, Fourth and seven. The Johnny Wilson becomes your kicker. Oh. I just think, Oh, man, you just throw it up to him. On two-point okay. plays, in the red zone, yeah. fourth and 12, whatever, Johnny Wilson. That's, yeah. that's my answer. <laughs> throw it up to Johnny Wilson. I mean, look, man. Oh, he, man. I just I, – I don't know. I mean, look, obviously they're, they're at least expanding the, their uh, – Search? Search a little bit. Yeah, practice like. today. There were yeah. there was another kicker going. Uh, they're expanding the search. They're expanding the search, and they both uh, Fitzgerald and I just can't remember the kid's name. Aiden, Aiden Shariari. There you go. Uh, they both made their kicks. One was a like a thirty yarder. One was a forty yarder for both of them. They both made it. So, well, thanks. Uh, there you they go. Got, they got yeah, they got great. multiple kicks. They both made them all. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. so. So, There's something. But Ryan made them all last week, too. So We've got three big-time thank yous to get to in order of appearance, if you would, Director Matthew. Let's get to these guys because they're awfully kind and they have nice words to say and or questions or both. So Brandon Reich, USC fan, been listening since I was at FAMU. How about that? I love you guys. Keep up the great work. Best listen every week. Oh, thanks, thanks, Brandon. Brandon. You think Appreciate that's uh, that. Southern Cal or South Carolina? It's got to be Southern Cal. Nobody <laughs> calls South Carolina USC <laughs> except know. people that live there. Yeah, and who's a South Carolina fan other than the fine folks there in Columbia, South right. Carolina. Yeah, I, there I, aren't many of them. Yeah, we appreciate yeah, you, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, Drew writes, thanks for all the wonderful content and laughs. been fun watching the War Chant Empire grow from afar. Well, it's yeah. been fun to, to be here on the ground and watch it grow it's, too, yeah. guys. Yeah. It's, it's been it's, fantastic. It's, it's shooting to the moon. Yeah. This thanks, Drew. Thanks, Drew. Thank you, Drew. Thank you very much, Scott. I love my Knowles, but can we take a second to marvel at Wake's execution? How do they run that shotgun slow mesh over and over and never screw it up? Hartman only had one bad throw. Damn it, Greedy. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. be lamenting that one. So will he for Even some if time. He just not, you don't have to intercept it. It'd just be nice, knock though. It down. Might be a pick six. Yeah, but if you knock it down, <laughs> you're getting the ball back down by yeah. down by seven points with a whole lot of time left. The, the ifs, ands, or buts, buddy. Yep. The thing about Wake's offense. Thank you. Uh, was that Scott? Kinnebrew, old kin dog. Yep. Old brute. That's brew house. Appreciate yeah. it. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Scott. Um, the thing about Wake's offense, when you went back, I went back and watched Hartman's interview and Clawson's interviews after the game, and they said, look, man, we knew that we had to be able to run the football in this game because they saw what we did to Clemson secondary. Correct. So we knew they were not going to let us do that. So they were going to play a too high shell, and we, we need to be able to run the football. So that's what they worked on all week. It's just depressing that they could not run the football really all season, and yeah. they ran it. Against you, I mean that's. that's I was. Um, were so you that, in the? Who were you in the? Were you in the stands for that mm-hmm, game? Yeah, by your dad. Yeah, 
How many people around you or near you are saying, "What is this?" All like it's like Stephanie after the well, game was had like, a "Babe, to see it for a while." But but some like Stephanie did. She knew that Wake was good, but she didn't. She's like, "What is that offense where they scoot to the line together?" Like how is that? I think the most. She's hitting on a good point, by the way. It's not just the slow mesh. There are some teams that run a slow mesh, but. Hartman's feet are up against the back of the offensive lineman's feet. I yeah. mean, he is up on the line of scrimmage, and this is where we get back to going into the game. We did say you have got to have somebody that can disrupt that. that well, Burst, can, Burst, that can, they, Burst, well, Burst when Burst the was game. in there, he did. Yeah. But in the interior, if you're going to do that, Fabian Lovett driving a center back through Hartman's hip would have been nice. You know, you have to have somebody to do that. If you do not affect that mesh, he's patient. And I think. That's the thing where you give Hartman credit. A lot of guys can can run this, but to do it to perfection is to not panic. Yeah. Think about your internal clock. If I, if you or me or anybody else is trying he to do this, have one. Well, and he, he doesn't care if he gets hit. He does. Yeah. He's, he's tough. a tough kid. He's a tough kid. So you have to find the right guy at the to run this offense. He has to understand it thoroughly and never panic. While there's chaos going on all around him, he's sitting there going, "No, no, no." Okay, you go. Or no, no, oh, there you cheated. Boom, got you seven yards. It's just he he runs it to perfection. It is a dolphin to the cap. He's good. That's what I was gonna say. Is the offense is good, and Clawson's a really good coach, and they do look. It's annoying as hell. No doubt. It's all there. There's a lot of, that goes into it above Sam Hartman, but I think Sam Hartman is the secret sauce. I mean, he's he he made every right decision. It's he's only like. a junior too, by the way. <laughs> Six year junior. He's only a junior. It's time for him to take it to the league, though. I don't think he's gonna. I don't, I, do. I don't know I do. that he's an NFL prospect. Well, there are plenty of guys on league rosters right now can we that do a, are as ass-sorry as they come, and he's better than them. Can, can we do a reverse NIL? Can we like pay, pay him, him to go? Pay him to go or pay yeah. him to come to Florida State. Well, that would work. Rising too. Spear, can you please pay him Focus. money to leave Wake what Forest? What would it take to get <laughs> Sam Hartman to leave? Focusing right now on keeping Jordan. Yeah, that's true. But, but if he if Travis leaves, then you right. got Sam Hartman's your backup. Divert he, that money. But either way, what would it? What, what's a good price to get him to leave? Because I think you beat Wake next year if Sam Hartman's not there. Sure, I, I think you probably. So do how too. much is a win worth? Especially it? as they're trying to build somebody to yeah. that point again. I mean, that's why Wake goes through these cycles. It's hard uh, when you have a veteran-laden team like they did, aided by the COVID year, and those guys get an extra year to come back. Yeah. They, they've got a ton of guys that are twenty-four years old. I, I do think again, a couple things we hit on last week. We weren't oblivious to this. A, if you don't have somebody to disrupt the mesh, Hartman will hurt you. B, this is the first team that can throw the football from the pocket effectively over and over again that you faced yeah. all year. And he made some tough so, Not every throw was wide open, no, man. He, he made, made some, some tough, tough throws. throws. And so this was going to be a different test. FSU passed the test against the two most mobile quarterbacks you're going to face all year long, by far besides Anthony Richardson, if he's healthy. But, I mean, that, that's, you know, again, uh, that was going to be a test. They don't have an elite secondary at Florida State. And, I mean, you saw what happened. If you can't get home or you don't disrupt yeah, that but, mesh. I mean, literally, you just said it, though. I mean, they give up 230 passing yards to Sam Hartman. If you'd have known that before the game, Hartman's only going to throw for 230. Like, Florida State's going to win this game. They give up 180 rushing. I think That's I why they lost about the, game. the third and serviceable, though. Florida yeah, State that found was the themselves in a game. lot of really bad third down yeah. situations, and Wake Forest found themselves in third and manageable most of the day. And that's why they were 10 of 18 on third down and 3 of 3 on fourth down. And that, I think what was frustrating a little bit to me, well, a lot to me, was even in some of those third longs for Florida State, they weren't impossible. But at least a couple times, the routes were like five-yard routes on third and 11, and Jordan's throwing the check down in yeah. those situations. Like, like There has to be better awareness from him and yeah. also sometimes the receivers about, man, where, where are you trying to get to? This 
you know, and that that you don't you don't see Wake making those mistakes. But well, again, I, this is a you know that's a mature team. Yeah, I do think it's fair to say Jordan had his B game. I don't think he was great on Saturday. He's been better in every game yeah, prior. To he, was, he was he was good in the second half. He was not great in the first half. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's a, to me, I would have given him a B for the game. He wasn't the problem. No, but but I mean, but I would have given him a B. He's he's capable of a lot more than what we saw there. A couple ill-advised throws, including one in the middle in the end zone there into double coverage when he's got a guy open off to the left. A couple of moments like that, but that can happen when you're a little bit flustered because your tackles are off, getting their ass kicked. But he was also like he he had to throw after the crazy hold. He had to throw to Toa Feely down the sideline. That's a touchdown. That's yeah, just a just, yard too deep, man. Yeah, when it's a little off. It's a small window but to throw it there. The but, screen gets dropped that, yeah. to Toa Feely. That's I mean that would have been in, that's a thirty yard 30 play yard at least. Lawrence didn't have himself a good day, by the way. He, he, he had the one that, that one run on third and six. That was a good run, man. That I've never seen him run like that in my life. He got low to the ground. I think he was feeling it. I think he was probably frustrated with himself. Also, that he got challenged. Maybe, but he ran as hard as he's ever run. But yeah, there were just there were some throws in the first half where Jordan just missed guys that he's the throws he's been making. But yeah, he was he was not the problem. I'm I'm curious to see how they come out. I, I'm anxious for this game. Again, I was anxious for this game past this past Saturday because what it could say about where this team is headed and what was achievable. Now I'm anxious to see the response to this kind of adversity and then also what what's in them. What are they? Because if you come out and play well early. This isn't a goofy offense that you're facing. This isn't yeah. gimmicky or anything like that. If you can come out and stop the run early, and I'd be hell-bent on doing so, NC State's passing offense has taken a backseat to last year's team by a lot. That could It could get interesting, and the longer this goes on and is close, the better I'll feel about Florida State's For chances sure. of actually getting this win because I think all the pressure is certainly on NC Just State. Just picture it, guys. It's 28-28. There's a minute left. Florida State's got the ball at the NC State 19-yard line. You just center it. You center the ball. You just got to get just kneel in the middle. So again, you get your we, guy we ready talk to go. about these close games, and we think <laughs> it's going to be a close game. That that is something we you always come back to is what is my man going to do? The point is after this situations? week. After this week, uh, if they haven't found a new kicker, we're not allowed to really bring this up. It'll just be common knowledge that you yes. have to go for it anytime you're inside the other team's. But I wonder game. what the limit is. Like fourth and twelve, fourth and sixteen. Uh, oh, well, let me ask you: Would you have thrown it up line? to Johnny Wilson That's there or kicked the field goal? The limit is: thrown... Is Johnny Wilson available? That's yeah. the limit to me. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, so what if you're at the eight yard line and you're you? Well, there's ten he, seconds left. He has I mean, an extra point. Yeah, I, I think he answered your question. I still think he's going to try to kick a game winner from the eight yard line or the twelve yard line. Don't you? I'd like to think. But isn't it crazy? What about that we, the one? <laughs> no, I, I mean, an extra point? Are you setting up an extra point? Like, I, I don't know what he's going to do. It's going to be fascinating to see how he changes the it's way he It's aggravating coaches. is what it is. Fascinating well, is one word. Aggravating, aggravating is, is, yeah, aggravating well, is fine, what it is. Man. Come on. Simple Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV continues in a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell Headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Florida Man in Texas asks us and contributes to do so. Thank you, Florida Man in Texas. What's y'all's analysis of Wake and NC State compared to Clemson? Clemson greater than Wake, greater than NC State, that kind of order there. I think that's fair. I think that's probably fair, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, you could you could flip Wake and Clemson. Like Wake kind of controlled well, that game. Yeah, and it uh, wasn't like they won because they were at home. It wasn't a home field advantage. I mean, what Clemson couldn't cover. Well, them. yeah, no, that's fair. But if, if Clemson's if, secondary was riddled with injuries, had freshmen throughout. But and if this is something, and this is something we're going to be talking about next week. But I mean, if, if DJ Uyunglele is going to be a decent college quarterback, and he has been all year, that's trouble. He's actually been pretty good. I thought Florida State could win this game. Coming into the season, right? Because I expect it to either be him playing or poorly freshman. or the freshman. Yeah, he's playing well. If he's going to play well, you're you're going to have a tough time winning that football game. You won't game. win so, the game. So if to he me, well. you won't this game, and you got to win this. Go game. win this. One. I mean, really, if you're going to get one of the three, I, I really yeah. thought. in going into the season, I thought, I thought they would win Wake at home and Clemson at home, and or beat Wake at home, have a good chance to get Clemson at home. I did not think they would win at, at NC State. Now you're like, no. Well. <laughs> that needs to be the one they win. And I think they have a decent chance. Wake's not nearly as good – or NC State's not nearly as good as we thought they were going to be. And I do think this team will play well away from home. I think – I and I, uh, you guys may not agree. I just felt like part of the problem in that first half was maybe the weight of a significant game. Whereas – because, again, I just go back to that Florida game. They played so out of character in that Florida game. They had played so well winning five of seven games. And the games they lost – at Clemson, and then the game without Jordan and several other key players who were sick, they went to Florida and just played terrible. And part of it they was got Jordan. baited in the pregame fight, yes, and, yeah. and just got emotional and lost their minds. And I thought there were some similarities to what we saw in the first half of that game Saturday. I don't think any of that's going to be a factor in this game. I think they're going to be more like what we saw against LSU and Louisville. If they lose, they're just not good enough this weekend. Right. I, I agree with that. I don't know. That I completely agree with you, and I'm not saying there's not elements of it. I, it's hard to know with players. I, I don't know that they pressed, and that's why they lost last week. I don't know if that you're what well, you're saying. I, it, well, I do think that they got out of themselves. But I think the other team that's, can cause. That. I thought that was uh, more. I thought it those was more, tackles got whooped early, and I, I don't even know. I thought it was maybe not the stage as much because um, it's still Wake. I know Wake's good, but it's still Wake. I'm I think saying, it was. Okay. I think it was what the offense, the Wake's offense, was doing. Yeah, but it, I thought it started before Wake even got the lead. I thought once Wake scored and it became 7-7, I think they had it in their minds that we have to score every time we get the ball 
because if we don't, yeah, we're going to be in trouble because that's, that's what how I'm good saying. Yeah. Because it looked like, the, yeah, the Florida State made Wake punt, but only because they had a hold on a fourth right. and one. Otherwise, Wake was moving the ball just fine. And then the very next time they get it, they go right down the field. I think Jordan Travis and company are thinking, well, we're going to have to score 40 today. we got to right. make big plays to answer this right. and not be ourselves. And I so, thought but that I think, got them out of it a little bit. But I think that combined with just knowing that there's more on the line now. Again, man, when you start a season yeah, 0-4, was the last, time they played last a year, game that mattered that's what I'm saying. At 0-4, nothing mattered until they got to the Florida game. At that point, when you're 0-4, man, you are just fighting for your life. Nobody thinks you're going to do anything. Nobody thought you'd beat Miami. Nobody thought you'd win any of those games. So then you go to Florida. Now it's a game where, man, there's something on the line. We could get to a bowl game. Like we, This would be huge. And you're playing a team that lost its head coach, and they've got interim coaches and all this. Now there's pressure to actually play well, and I think that – I thought that that affected them in the first half. Then when they got down 28-7, it was like, all right, just go Here play. Here goes nothing. Yeah. Well, hey, that's on Norvell then. Norvell's got to get, get this guy uh, – that, yeah. I'm not you – know, yeah. you, you're certainly entitled to disagree. I just don't think it's only because of that because Jordan's played well in games where they didn't – offensive line didn't play well before. He has. And, and I'm not saying it was all him, but it just – nothing seemed settled. Yeah, I thought the marriage of those two things in the first half, though, I think you're both right here to some extent. I, I, look, the fact that Florida State, after the scripted drive to start the game, goes punt, 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 miss field goal, punt, or whatever it a was. Fumble. There's I, a fumble. There's a fumble. Well, the fumble that sets up a 39 yard yeah. touchdown. Probably ratchet up the pressure there because at that point, empty possessions in a game where you know, to your point, you know Wake is going to move the ball, and they were moving the ball. It can catch up with you. Yes, you can begin to grip, if you will, in that situation. But some of why they weren't moving the ball was physical. They were getting whipped. And now Jordan's kind of scrambling around a little bit, maybe not feeling 100%. I don't know that, but it would stand to reason, given his knee injury. Um, and he missed on some throws, and so maybe that is the tightness. But when you're having empty possessions and the other team is scoring – uh yeah, you begin to maybe maybe begin and, to to tree, try to tree a little bit yeah and eating up the clock well not just scoring couldn't get off the field yeah. eating up the clock and that's the one thing where I think it was a perfect storm for Florida State in a in a poor way for them was the fact that their offense got some empty possessions and then Wake Forest is those methodical drives just ramps up that pressure now again give them a lot of credit in the second half they fall back I don't know what happens. If Florida State doesn't drive down and score on their first drive of the second half, if if NC State goes down the way they did and goes up twenty eight seven, if you have an empty possession there, I don't know if the defense rises well, up I think the way they did. Probably get blown out. Yeah. But, but, I, but can we did. talk about? But can we talk about the most disappointing defensive uh, possession of the season? Is the opening to the second half? It was crazy. That it was didn't look like anything sorry, we had seen. It was the sorriest looking effort. I had a, seen all year a, long. It was I, a COVID I, effort. It, it was a 2020 really, effort. It bothered me because that's the effort coming out of halftime where you hope whatever was said is enough to get guys focused, intense, understanding that the game is in the balance. Yeah, that's like, a, get a stop here, guys, drive. and let's get our way back into this game. And they were a sieve. I wonder, there's two, and I don't know, that's probably not the right time, but but maybe during that drive, but definitely during Wake's 18-play drive, do you take a timeout on some of those third downs mm. and just – because those plays are so big, you know any of those yeah, plays are so field. big. <laughs> yeah, and I mean it's easy to say in hindsight because they end up going on an eighteen play drive, but I, I just wonder because they were gas man at the end of that game. I mean that was a big part of it. They were they played eighty five snaps on defense. Say regular, 
I can, yeah, you can right, say I regular. Just, uh, hold on. Corey, coach, just, Corey just, coached me up. I got just it. say regular. Corey coached me well, up. Well, I was about to do the same, but say regular. I'm, no, no, he's I'm going doing it the way up. I told him. All I'm right, well, the, here's I'm why. I'm going off the 10 you're meter get, board. You're getting paid to do it. I didn't just do this out of nowhere. Regularly. All right. But tell him how what I told you to do. Regular Lee. Right, that's like, what I was just right. about no, to do. He's not a he's not an irregular Lee. He's not a weird it's Lee. A regular right. Lee. He's just a regular Lee. Yeah. You see Lee There's, walking down the street. Hey man, that's regular? a regular Lee. Yeah, just that's just him down Lee. There. Yeah. Thanks, Quay. I yeah, appreciate Quay. the uh, Quay came the in there with five dollars wanting to hear Iris say it. You said it. I'm not gonna try again. I'm now, yeah, you're one for one, man. That's great. I saw the nerves rise a little bit. The, a little unlike bit. the I Florida State rat offense, trap, rat trap a little unlike bit. the Florida State offense, you gathered yourself. <laughs> Tell you what, I think that bodes well for you talk about response. Like uh, Norvell preaches response all the time. You responded to a horrific I, week last week. Fitz, are you watching? Yeah, hey, hey, this is what hey, we do. This, this is what we do. Yeah, yeah. This, this was the rematch. Yeah, Ira right. said, I ain't going <laughs> out like that. One round TKO. Hey, yeah, I mean, it was, well, I let it go four last time before we threw in the towel late yeah, in the show when yeah. you tried that last time. We were, that is it. <laughs> Throw in the towel. We're done here. This word is beating Ira's ass. We got. <laughs> so, so, not this time around. So, we could have round three. We could have a, a third Kim, version of this fight. Kim calls me up on her way home and she's like, you can't say regularly. Oh, I love it. The and, listeners yeah, reaching she, out to your yeah, wife. Yeah. Isn't that the best? Because she never she listens. She never listens. But It is yeah. crazy, Ira. I know you don't take offense to it, but it is. I'm telling you, if she had a podcast about yarn, you would listen if, to it occasionally. I don't think so. If Christy starts listening, Kim will start listening. Wait, yeah, but I, I, I'm, I I'm blaming Christy. You don't think you, if Christy had a podcast, and I'm not saying you'd listen to the whole thing. How I could would you? never. You would listen to <laughs> a segment here or there. Just check in every month. Maybe uh, they could do a yarn podcast together. Oh, my Christy God. into yarn? No. <laughs> She'd but have to learn from Ira Kim. I assumes all women are into yarn. <laughs> I would try to do that too, but yeah. I'm just saying no. I if if my wife were doing and nothing. Hey, listen, whatever you're into, you're into. But if if my wife was doing a, a podcast about yarn, you, I wouldn't hear a second. You would want to hear. I hear the, how she opens the show, so I can criticize. Exactly, that's all like, I'm saying. <laughs> the production value of it too, or like if Stephanie had a a podcast about the Bachelorette. I would never listen to of that. Of course not. Except for the first thirty seconds or a minute, just see how she gets the yeah, flow of the see show how it goes. going, and then. But no. Uh-uh. But what? But see, even if you did that, it wouldn't solve Ira's like why you're criticizing. Kim wouldn't know any of this. Still, like she you just still know, wouldn't all know. she would know is register sausage. <laughs> she yeah, would listen to the register sausage part. Given that it's time for hour number two and headliner questions, we should move. No hour into- number two from Corey this week. I can tell you that. No, much. you missed your opportunity. You screwed the listeners over weeks How about, in a row. I will say this: if they win the next two. That's a that's hour number two. Here we two go. It, once again, empty uh, promises. I, it's, in, it's in my it's in my temple. It's in my head. Hour number two. If they win the next two games, You're, you won't you won't stick to it. If they win at NC State, though, maybe we should do something to celebrate the NC State culture. Shots in here next time. Maybe. I'll take off my shirt. I don't I, care. Uh, we know that. <laughs> we, Everyone of us shunned, <laughs> recoiled last week, learning of such a thing. Hour number two forthcoming. Stay with.